Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Strive Golf Podcast. Devin here. Uh, with me is my my three guys. We got Sean, Victor, and Austin again back for another roundtable discussion. It's Masters Week. So, boys, how are we doing? Great. Go, Kansas. Great game. Doing good, man. Happy to be on here. Thanks for coming. Sean, your thoughts? I know you're a big college basketball fan. Just glad that the game finally ended. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, no, it was good. It was a good final four weekenders. It was. Not, you know, easy to be checked out for, you know, us folks on the West Coast with, you know, a KUNC doesn't do much. I, you know, I, I, you know, it's hard not to cheer for for KU. They were like my first kind of big sell that I ever had with, with my current company. So, you know, got some memorabilia there and have some great relationships there. So got to, got to cheer for them, but it was a good game. Good comeback. And uh, that's, I don't know, does this give Gary Woodland some good vibes for, for the masters? That's uh that's a take, but really, I mean, that, that is the best part of the college basketball national championship, because as soon as it ends, that means it's master's week. we got so. some good stuff coming up. Now the real fun begins. Hope it old St. Peter's would have made it, but they had a good run. <laughs> Dougie yeah. buckets. <laughs> heck of a story, but uh, yeah, it's true. It's kind of, it, it really does kind of springboard us into some really good stuff. Like as far as, you know, that's over. Okay. We're, we're spring is upon us. We have Augusta. That tease off the rest of the majors um, and and into the into the summer. So yeah, there's some some really good stuff coming up for sure. So we'll uh, obviously with being Masters Week, it's going to be pretty heavy on on that. We're going to go through and and just talk about the Masters, what it you know what it means to us, what our thoughts are on it, favorite holes, favorite memories, all that stuff. Oh gosh, Victor, <laughs> Victor's got a terrible take with one of his picks, but we'll get to. But uh, before we get there, before we get to the meat of it with with Augusta, let's do a quick uh, recap. Uh, so, Sean, you're going to take us to to the the PGA uh, tournament that just happened. Kind of again, hate to say it, but a little bit of a, a lull in the schedule prior to, to Masters Week. But uh, take us there. What what happened? Yeah. So this this week was the Valero Texas Open. So this tournament was played in San Antonio, and, and there was a little intrigue with this tournament because it's the last opportunity uh, guys have to qualify for the masters. Yeah, and so that uh, made it somewhat exciting this weekend because some of the guys at the top of the leaderboard, uh, like Matt Kuchar, JJ Spawn, both of them did not have masters invites when the week started. Um, and JJ Spawn ended up pulling out uh, the victory. I believe it's his first win on tour. And uh, with that, he gets the, the masters invite. So he gets to, to book his ticket to Augusta. So that's gotta be pretty exciting for him. Um, I mean, not, not really much to add from, for the tournament that it's kind of one of those, like you said, where just with it happening right before the masters kind of hard to get into, but that's got a fun finishing stretch. There's a drivable four in there. Got a par three seventeenth. It's a, a unique green complex where there's a bunker right in the middle of the green. So the green's like a donut. Um, so that, that's kind of cool. You don't, I don't think you really see that, uh, too many other courses um other than that i mean not a whole lot for me but i'm mean, happy for jj that he uh, gets to punch his master's ticket yeah we saw um, him i don't know paris if you remember victor says he doesn't remember we saw jj spawn at uh the thanksgiving point when the web.com tour was there 
Do you do you remember that? Here's... I think I think so. I remember seeing Xander Shoffley's name on the leaderboard, and we followed Sebastian Munoz. Yeah, and JJ Spawn did sound familiar. Yeah, I just remember seeing him. I, I just remember thinking he looked like a short. Like if if Jason Day and Zach Blair became a, became one, you'd you'd come out with a JJ Spawn. So, nice. shout out to him. Yeah. So congrats to him. Um, and there was a couple big events on the women's side uh, this week. So they had their first major of the, the year, the Chevron championship. So uh, this tournament's been played the same course in California for a number of years. And it's the famous one where the winner jumps into the water. Off Poppy's the pond. Green after, you know, Poppy's after, pond. Yeah. yeah. After, yep. After the win. So this was actually the last year they played the tournament at this venue they're they're moving it to texas i believe next houston year, yeah yeah houston so jennifer uh cup show she like dominated this week she she played crazy well she had a and then uh, held off uh, a late charge by uh, jessica corda which you know, just have to shout out the corda family they might be the most athletically gifted family in all the um, world between what did jessica those parents yeah. what did those parents what were they doing Jessica and Nelly might probably the top two U.S. female golfers in the country, and they're both like in the top fifteen in the world. And then their brother, their youngest brother Sebastian, he's one of the best men's American tennis players. So yeah, uh, pretty stellar family. Um, yeah, it's cool for Jennifer uh, Cup Show. This was obviously her biggest win, but she had a a super good amateur career. So she won, she won a division one golf championship when she was in college. And then she actually was the inaugural winner of the Augusta national women's amateur, which also happened this weekend. And I know Devin, you watched a, watched a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great segment. Cause yeah. Jennifer Cupcho and I saw her, her and it's uh, I think it's Maria Fossey where they had just like, it was a total grudge match uh, for that first inaugural on one tournament, which was sweet. So that was my first introduction there to, to cup show. And just, yeah, she's just solid. Like most, you know, women on the, on the LPGA, just their swings are just the tempo is, it's very uh, sought after. We'll just say that uh, at least on, on my eyes. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, and, you know, like I said, kind of made that, that pledge to, to get more into women's golf and obviously a recency bias with having a, a little girl, but yeah, uh, Anyway, so yeah, it was awesome. I watched a lot of it and it was, it was intense, like really good, kind of an unfortunate uh, thing for, for one of the players. Is it Latana? Latana Stone. She's from LSU. Killed it. Played great. Uh, made birdies on uh, like 12, 13, 16, hit it to like two feet on 16, had a two shot lead uh, or no three shot lead. Oh no, maybe it's a two shot lead. I can't remember. Two shot, two shot lead going yeah. into um <clears throat> going into 17 and just had a, a come apart. She hit a perfect drive down the middle and you know basically just chunked her second shot right short of the bunker, made a, an impossible spot and ended up with a six and then bogeyed the last hole uh to lose. And so, you know, Anna Davis, 16-year-old girl from California, just low-key shoots uh, you know, shoots three under one under for the tournament and just low-key wins like it was so surprising because when she finished like her last birdie putt on 18 just barely skimmed by the edge and I think she thought that she needed that just to get into a playoff and so she was pretty disappointed goes into the um 
goes into the, the the pro shop and just hanging out there. And the next time we see her, she's walking out a, a champion. So that was, it was unfortunate, kind of low key, but a really, honestly, a really good tournament. And, you know, it's, it's great to like, see, I think it's really cool that these, these girls get an opportunity to play a competitive round at Augusta the week before the masters, like there's um, a lot of progress there. And I think it's really cool. So yeah, super enjoyable and was, was really fun to watch. Yeah. And it's, I was reading up a little bit about her as well. So she still doesn't have a driver's license yet. No, no driver's and license. she's, still cannot even take like official college visits yet so just to kind of put in perspective and she uh beat out i think if i remember right nine of the top 10 amateurs in the world were in the field um so she was i know like she was big underdog like she's she's played pretty well kind of in the junior circuit but Mm -hmm. was not expected to compete like she did and um and just absolute vibe from her all day with the, the bucket hat bucket, and then yeah. like that zip up jacket um, yeah. t- totally rocking in on a, oh, easily sure. the biggest stage of, of her golfing career so that's uh exciting to see and this should hopefully be one to continue to follow because i mean as we saw with jennifer cupcho this week that uh, can springboard yeah. you into exactly. some pretty big stuff yeah so it was, it was good shout out to, to the women's golf I'm, I'm getting into it and it's it's enjoyable I kind of feel like it's a hidden gem in in the the golf world so and then I guess there was, there was another event this week too. It was, and I didn't watch really much of it, but we had the, the drive chip and putt at Augusta with the, the little kids as well this weekend. Or also anytime I hear, anytime I hear drive chip and putt, that's just what golf for Victor is like. Cause that's all, 100%. that's all he does is, is drive chip and putt. So the kids were just getting a feel of what it's like to be Victor. Well, he's got six wedges. <laughs> drive chip and three putt. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's a pretty full week, but I mean, a lot of it was kind of Augusta heavy as well. So just a very fitting, fitting uh, segue into what is probably a lot of people's favorite week on the golf calendar. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely mine. So Victor Pierce, what are your guys' uh, you know, what, what is the masters for you guys? Like when, you know, it's masters week, like, are you, I'm, I'm assuming you're more jazz than a normal, than a normal week as far as like watching golf, but you know, what is, what is the, the tournament mean to you guys? Cause again, for, for me and, and for you too, Sean, cause for me being a, a newer golf fan, like wasn't into the tiger era. Like I don't like now I've come to appreciate the masters. Um, I'm sure we'll get to this, but my master's experience is as recent as like what I really remember is 2015 really was when speed won. I feel like that's when I was really getting serious into golf. Um, so like for you guys, like, what does it mean? Like, just like the history of it, like for you guys, did it have like a pull, you know, into wanting to, to play golf? Like what, what are your guys' experience? I'm curious. Pair start us off, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, I feel like for me, the masters it's, it's been, it's been crazy because like growing up, I, my, my, my brother and my dad would, would watch it, you know, every year they'd be so jazzed for it. And I kind of just watch and there's always that guy in the red shirt winning a lot. I mean, I saw yeah. Tiger win in 05. I, I remember briefly, but as I've gotten older and stuff, as time has gone on, I just feel like you just never know who's going to win. Um, it's, it can, it can be anybody like, you know, Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson's won it twice and he, hit, yeah. he can hit the ball anywhere. I just feel like True. it's the most exciting time of the year for me. Like, obviously coming off of March Madness, the Masters, it's, 
like I said, you just never know who you're going to get. And you get the, the best golf, at like the most iconic guy golf course in America, in my opinion. So yeah, this is, this is an exciting time. Yeah. It's awesome. Vic, what about you, man? I love the master's week. So going along with what Pierce just said is that it is, it is the jewel of springtime. And um, I mean, every now and again, it can also fall on Easter Sunday, which is just two holy days meeting each other. And it is how it goes. And so, I mean, probably my first master's memory might be probably when Zach Johnson won, is it, you know, just kind of getting into golf that, that first year there in middle school, probably, yeah, 07 going into 08. And it's like, no, I'm like, oh, I, I want to watch like pros play. I've always been a tiger fan and tiger looks best in Sunday red at Augusta national. And like, I've always wanted to watch the masters as much as I can. But when Zach Johnson won in 2007, it was like, man, like, look at this little guy, like beat these, you know, other guys that have been there for forever. Like tiger, as good as an athlete as he was, is that mm. little old Zach Johnson from Iowa goes out there and gets himself, <laughs> a, green, gets himself a green jacket. That's awesome. What about you, Sean? Like similar? Yeah, I mean, just from a like a, a like my own personal like golf side of things, the Masters Week for me symbolizes or signifies the start of my golf season, pretty much. Because I feel like mm. every year growing up, as soon as the Masters was on, that was kind of my sign. Like, okay, time to dust off the clubs. <laughs> go play myself because usually that's just coincides when the weather starts to get warmer up in salt lake um like this this week's a great example like it's been a little warmer the trees are starting to blossom um all these kind of signs it's like okay yeah it's it's finally starting to feel like spring it's time to start playing golf again so like on one hand i'm super excited because that's meaning i get to go play golf and start to play golf again um but then from like a like a golf fan, just everything about it is like a production, right? Like it just feels so different from a normal tournament um, where a lot of of golf tournaments feel very like kind of corporate driven, right? You have all these commercials, a lot of TV downtime and whatnot. And there's obviously still that with the Masters, right? Um, But it just feels like the focus is on the tournament and the course and the players more so than any other week on the calendar. And so I think that all just kind of accumulates in just a very viewing experience. And just there's the way the course sets up. It's um, there's just so many opportunities for birdies that um, so that makes it fun. But at the same time, like if you don't execute those shots, then, like bogeys coming into play, right? So there's just so much, you get so much fluctuation in a leaderboard. It's not just like everyone just trying to grind to make par and you don't see a lot of movement in a leaderboard. Like you can see guys make charges at Augusta. And like, if I can't remember what the old adage is, but like, honestly, if you're within like three or four in the back nine on a Sunday at Augusta, like you've got a shot with the par fives, both being reachable Mm -hmm. too. you can make Eagles. Um, every hole with the exception of 10 and 11 and maybe, maybe 17, 18 to a little bit of extent, like you got a good chance of making birdie 
on at least six or seven of those holes on the back nine. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, it makes for really fun viewing. I know sometimes golf doesn't come across as the most exciting sport to watch, um, but I feel like the (laughs) masters, like if you, even if you're not super into golf, like the masters could be something like the average sports fan could get into and get behind. Well, I think we've, we've talked a, a few weeks back about the waste management in Phoenix. Like there's a production for just a party on a golf course. And this might be the opposite of that, where it's, this is as pure American golf as it can get is Augusta national. There's specific rules for being there at Augusta. And yeah, like the, the TV broadcast makes it just like you are in the garden of Eden of golf courses and everybody here is worthy to be on this course and to be on the grounds playing the course. Even the patrons watching have a certain set of rules where they love the game so much. They don't have their phones out and filming every swing of every player. Yeah. And you can, you can hear like the birds, like the birds chirping. It's so just crispy and clear. And, you know, like even when when someone hits like a flushed iron, it just sounds that much better because of the trees and stuff and there's how quiet it is. Yeah. Just, just an amazing sight. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And Augusta, I mean, Georgia in itself is is really a, it's beautiful in its own way. But especially there, you know, and it there definitely is. Uh, yeah, Victor's. You know, he's shout out to Victor with all the the holy references. You know, but uh, yeah, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to you know take that out of uh, such a sacred experience uh, being being Augusta. But yeah, I think it's. It definitely is the best week in golf for sure. Like there's, there's no, no doubt about it. Um, and I think, you know, Victor, what you were talking about today when we were playing golf, like, I think that's a, an interesting question and an interesting take. Cause when you first asked it to me, I, I had an answer like a hundred percent. And then like, as we kind of talked, it kind of, kind of shifted and I can kind of see, but uh, tell, tell the listeners, man, what, what were you talking about today when we were, we were playing about, you know, just Augustine, the, the viewing from well <clears throat> the the question is simply is is the master so in its complete package which started today with the practice rounds so have press conferences for the next couple of days and then thursday obviously the tournament begins ends on sunday and so this whole week of the master's experience is is the master's the greatest american sporting event and there's an argument both ways. I <laughs> honestly sure. think there is. For sure. Uh, and I can get on the soapbox and say, yes, like it is the greatest American sporting venue for different reasons that it's at the same location. There's history to this. There's a purity to the game. And obviously you have to be somebody that's then has either played golf or knows about golf or has that has had great homage for the masters and it means something and so i mean i love football i love college football especially and so there's certain sporting events that i know are just i will always watch the rose bowl i will always watch the super bowl nothing is better than playoff baseball like i those are just things that will stay with me forever to me i'll make the argument that it's the greatest american sporting event yeah, I Pierce. What do you think? How would you answer that? Like, do you think it is or no? Yeah, I. There's there's a big. A second, what Victor said. Uh, whenever I think of like a, a, the best golf tournament of the year, I think of the Masters, 
And when I think of really any huge sporting event, it's obviously like the Super Bowl or or the Masters. It's one way or the other. It's like I I personally I would rather watch the Masters. I think that it's just it's just the best. It's just the best tournament. And I, I yeah, I, I agree with what Victor said. Yeah. I think so too. Like Sean, what do you think? Like, how would you end? I feel like the wheels are the wheels are turning. Yeah. Uh, uh, just individual sports are so different and like when I think about the Super Bowl it's more of like a I don't know, it's kind of like a spectacle right because it's only two teams out of 30 or have, I think there's 30 teams in the NFL 32. only two teams 32 only two teams out of 32 play for the championship so like right there like you only have two fan bases that are like really really vested in it right like everyone else mm-hmm. are just kind of like watching yeah. just like to tonight or that like tonight yeah. you know yeah. yeah exactly like the college championship tonight like whereas an individual sport like the masters like everybody like you just want to tune in like regard like it's not like everyone's got a shot right everyone who tees it up with the exception of some of the old timers that get like kind of the ceremonial get to play but like everyone's got a shot and you want to tune in to see it from that perspective so that's over like individual sports i think are a little different than team sport team sport aspect in that sense to the point where like I agree with with Victor what you're saying it's like the most prestigious sporting event um but from like a a viewing spectacle I I mean I would probably argue and say like the Super Bowl is probably bigger and and Mm. some other again it's a corporate like production and I mean I could also argue too like something and it's not like obviously something I'm not into but like there's a huge percentage of the population that are going to say like, Oh, what about like the Daytona 500 or the Indianapolis 500, right? Like Derby. Yeah. Like, things like that. Yeah. So those, those there's like huge events in that. And like golf and as a golfer, I like to think that golf is like super popular. Everyone loves golf. Everyone loves, you know, gets behind and loves watching it. Um, but I will say like universally, every golfer anyone that has any interest in golf is definitely tuning into the masters so i think that's uh, kind of an argument for yeah i I, yeah totally agree a lot of different points there but yeah like when victor first asked me i'm like well yeah like of course but i'm a biased you know golf nut and you know i i like other sports but nothing compared to, to something like this but especially like it's hard to ignore you know like what we're all just waiting and anticipating at the edge of our seats of like tiger playing like when tiger plays like what that does it just completely transforms the the tournament and just by him being there regardless if it's if he just plays thursday friday which you know absolutely could could make the cut but just like that and alone kind of makes the the week a win like regardless because all the points we're saying like whoever wins like obviously will deserve to win and will play the best golf over the four days but to have you know to have tiger there too is no, that's it's tough to beat, and he's he's looking good. So, and all reports that's, are he's looking pretty good. So, I'd say like to Victor's point too. Like, I think there can be there's a lot to be said about the fact that like some of like my favorite sporting events. You have something like Wimbledon, right? That's the same place every year. The Masters, the same place every year. The Rose Bowl, same place. The Rose Bowl, <laughs> right? Like, it's like some of these look. It's like that's what adds to the whole spectacle to me. It's like the the location of the event too right that's like it goes into the this tournament as well like the location itself plays as big a part 
of the tournament as the players playing the tournament, which is uh, very unique, I think, from a sporting event perspective. Yeah. I think it's interesting to that point of like Augusta itself, like, and I don't know, this is a half-baked idea. I really haven't like thought about it, but like, do you think like Augusta, the course is amazing. I, I do think that it's probably not great for like a blueprint of like, this is how golf is like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's just like, obviously the resources, like I would imagine literally if Victor were joking, like they probably have a maintenance crew for each hole than an entire golf course, like regular maintenance crew, like for the entire 18 holes. So like, it's, it, it's hard to like make that as like a, like a copy or a blueprint. Um, but I think that's what also makes it so special, special. Like it's perfect for the masters. Like there's not a blade of grass out of place. It's green, the azalea flowers, like everything, the color contrast there is so perfect white sand, the, you know, the pine straw, that stuff. Um, but I think like me, like getting into golf, like kind of expecting every course to look that way. And when it didn't, I'm like, oh, that course is garbage. Like that course sucks. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, no, like kind of to almost like to a, to a fault. It's like, you no, know, like golf courses really aren't meant to be like that. They're meant to be a little bit more raw. Um, but anyway, that was just kind of something that I had to like adjust over time of like, not every course is going to look like Augusta. Certainly not any County courses of, of the Salt Lake County. Oh boy. So. Oh boy. What a treat. <laughs> I, I would say it's funny because like, the idea of Augusta so much of it I would argue is like what I don't love about golf right like super elitist like very geared toward like just barely had a woman be a member like yeah and and like like it doesn't have a great track record with like minorities either like for the longest time it's just been the club has been for rich old white people basically and so when you think like golf stereotype like stuffy old rich white dude (laughs) that augusta is the epitome of that so like it's a little bit of a like a conflict for me because like so much of what it's like and it's getting better but so much of like historically what it's represented is like what i don't love about golf right yeah i like the idea of like anyone being able to pick up clubs and going to course and play like i country clubs are fine but i don't think there should be a ton of country clubs right but yeah. Um, so I know it's just kind of, yeah. You know, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, that's kind of everything I don't love about golf, but like the product, like watching it, it, it so makes pleasing. watching the pros <laughs> play it. It's an awesome tournament. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. No, for sure. Anyway, but just, if the, if, if the tournament wasn't at Augusta and it was just like a course, then I think I would feel a lot different about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sense. Yeah. I agree. Good point. So I'm curious, like you guys is because there's speaking of the golf course, there's so many good iconic holes. Like what are your guys' favorite hole? Pierce, what you start us off, man. What's your, what's your favorite hole? I like, I like hole 18. I don't know. I just, to me that, that finishing You're biased hole. with the cutter with, you know, we got a, we got a guy who cuts the ball. Dude, I hate yeah. 18. I don't know. I just, I just I feel like I've watched too many highlights over the years of T Woods, like having that putt down the hill, always, always making it. You know, like even in 2019, he had the chance to make it and he barely missed it. You know, I had to tap in, but it's just a great finishing hole. And yeah, it's it's beautiful. And the, the bunker's really well placed. It's challenging for sure. But yeah, I think I'd, I'd probably say that's my favorite. 
as well as um what is it 16 the par three yeah where everybody, where everybody hits it and then it feeds down to the pin yeah. on sundays that's the, the best pin, I, I, sure. I love that that's so Tiger fun. Almost aced it. yeah yeah great yeah. yeah yeah those are those are those are my faves let's go victor what <laughs> what's yours oh man i i love i mean amazing holes out there i like hole 16 as well but i do not like a funnel pin there at, at on the final round it's a great hole like obviously yeah um i think my favorite hole is honestly the hole before it is 15 especially on sunday afternoon knowing that somebody has to make that push that you have to have a, an amazing drive and then you've got to look at the green and yeah. somebody can hit a shot in there and they can have an nice. eagle look on 15 or they can screw up, spit <laughs> in the water. Water, oh, water is in play. Left, way right. So, fifteen to me is knowing like the risk reward of that par five when it matters at the end of your round. My favorite hole, yeah. make or break. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's I like fifteen a lot. Sean, what about you? I think for me, it's hole eight. Um, uphill par five. There's a bunker that. I mean, it's in the landing area for like half the field um, off the tee. But then that second shot straight up the hill with the super long, skinny green with the undulating hills on the right and left. So see guys work the ball up onto the green. And most of the time, the shots are spending a lot of time on the ground rolling up. And so the people that navigate the hill really well to to get the ball up close to the pin, I think that's a lot of fun and kind of like a, a low key hold that doesn't necessarily get a lot of tv time just because it comes earlier in the round yeah um, right. that one's fun and then i also just like from a framing perspective i love hole seven like pretty straight short kind of narrow but the green is awesome because it sits elevated and there's basically bunkers all the way behind and in front of it so it surrounds the green and then there's a couple like nice like funnels on that green where depending on where they put the pin like you can hit a shot that ends up either really close or if you get on the wrong side of the hill, then you got a, a brutal putt or a brutal up and down if you miss the green. So that one, that, that hole is a lot of fun. I think if I were to go, I'd try to find a, a viewing area kind of around that seven and eight area. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. That is good. That's a good point. Like, cause I think any, when I think of like my favorite hole, it's hard not to go to like the back nine. Cause that's where most of the, the viewing time is. Um, but mine has to be 13 shocker right because it fits a, a guy who just snap hooks the ball real good but i just i love like this like obviously i like the tee shot is sweet um and just being able to yeah just hit a draw around that around that corner but i i love the nuance of being in the middle of the fairway it being it being on a hook lie but it really does call for a fade to go into that green, um, especially on that Sunday pin when it's in that front, that, that spot on the right side. So like that whole, that is just, I, I, I love that. Like it's, it's really nuanced that way that I think is, it just shows like how, like there's so much undulation at, at the masters that you really like, you can see it on TV, but um, like, there's just, yeah, just a lot of, of rolling hills and just that little uh, actually, I, I love that one and you know being a, a par five but uh like same it's like 11 is sweet i love 11 i feel like i would make a 10 on all 11 like that <laughs> looks like the hardest golf hole ever so i i love to watch I'm, you guys play that i'm 
I'm excited for 11 this year. That's one of the two holes they've changed the most since the last tournament. Yeah. So they've moved the tee back, back into the left a little bit. And then they've taken down some trees down the right side. Like, I don't know if you remember, they always call it like Tiger's Alley when he blocks yeah. it right. And he's got that alley through the trees. So they've actually made a lot of that area fairway now and left a couple of single trees in the middle of the fairway. Um, so it's going to change the way the hole plays a little bit. Wow. So it's like a, it's a straighter tee shot. Mm. Um, but hopefully um, just the way it, it uh, so there's still a, like you, if you, if you hit it down the right side, like there's, a more added benefit there but that's when you bring more trouble into play so I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays and then i think the other big change is on 15 they lengthened 15 this year so in theory you're going to see longer approach shots into 15 which should make that hole even more exciting right because it puts like the onus on hitting a good shot to hold that green if you're not yeah. that was 15 that. yards i want to wow. say push that tee box back that's yeah. a big difference i think rory said that he was it's either Rory or Tiger. One of them they're asking about 15. They say he, they mentioned how they were hitting a longer iron into that green than they ever have before. So I, I do think it's going to play longer. So that should be fun. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Augusta always finding a way to find more land to lengthen the hole. It's Which is wild, right? <laughs> crazy how they're able to do that. Well, what a great course, man. It's going to be an awesome tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard to decide. You guys think 12 or 16? is a better is a better part three. Oh man i think 12 is more iconic just that that lake right there and just a few years ago when fina and molinari both in the water everybody did besides tiger really. <laughs> tiger took it out left and just played it for this oh man that was crazy sick two putt yeah that, yeah, that whole would... that whole can be a challenge yeah. sorry sean go ahead oh, i was say, I, certainly I, mean, I would say 12 i think like i think 12 is the most is the best par three in all of the world. Um, I, I, I think it requires, yep. it requires a better, it re- certainly requires a better shot than 16. Like you can get yep. away with a, a bad swing on 16, but if you miss it on 12 wow. with that <clears throat> wind, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. And it's such, it's such a simple green. Like it's relatively flat. It's just not very deep. Yeah. And you've got that little bit of water short. Um, it's just, yeah. and that amphitheater, like forest behind like mm-hmm. <laughs> storybook I, I think the tea box is really interesting there too how they have it set up it's like it's it's just, almost, open. It just looks like the fairway yeah it's really cool yeah it is really cool like and I, I think that's one of the cool things about the the way they have the gallery set up at augusta is that there's like there's just certain areas where there's crowds of people mm-hmm. and you know they're there but they're not on the broadcast as much like you'll still see the gallery and everything, but like 12 is a perfect example. Like if you get the right photographer to take the shot, it is the golfer. And then behind them, just about 20,000 people just yeah. watching you hit a tee shot yeah. down the hill with swirling <laughs> winds with Ray's Creek right there. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think it's really cool that. that with that much pressure, you go from a tee box with everybody breathing down your neck to walking over whatever it is, the Hogan bridge onto the green and you're by yourself. Like there's a, there's a TV tower right behind you, but then you're out there by yourself. And then you tee off for 13 in complete silence over there because there's no gallery. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of, yeah, it is really cool how it's set up and there's just so much grass. Like there's so much 
area there but yeah they they obviously put the spectators in those those prime spots for sure and i just i love the fact that you can have a golf hole be play between 140 150 yards and have guys make two guys make three four five six like there's this a modern golf especially has this obsession with length like oh how do we make a par three hard well let's just make it 225 yards yeah (laughs) Um, but I just love the simplicity of a short golf hole. And because it plays downhill, the wind comes into play more and it's always swirling there and it's a small target. And there's some very, there's some big time penalty errors you want to avoid. And so it just makes, I just love the fact a short golf hole and have a huge range of outcomes with pros. Cause it's like, I feel like 150 yard par three, like that's something like I would enjoy going out to play. Cause I, and I, like the idea of playing a 230 yard par three to me is just doesn't sound fun. Right. Cause I, I don't <laughs> love making that swing, but you yeah, having an, I like having an opportunity to play like a flighted eight iron, or maybe I go after like a hard nine iron, like all these different ways to play the hole, I think makes for a, a really good part three in, in my opinion. Yeah. No, like it's hard to like ignore like in 19 that that was really the difference maker for, for tiger. Like obviously he still went on, made a couple birdies, shot on 16 the simplicity did on 17 and 18 but like to just see his experience come out to just have the discipline to aim way left just play for the two putt and Finau and Brooks and Molinari all these guys trying to you know make a run and hit end up hitting a wedge or a nine iron yeah just the wind kicks up hits that hill and rolls back right down in the water and then we all know what happened to speed you know and in 16 so oh man that was heartbreaking i've seen there so yeah that does like that's the epitome of i think yeah you're right like a good golfer like you don't have to rope a four iron or a three hybrid to a green like where it's yeah you have a lot of different outcomes with the bunkers and this narrow green and the pin placements are are awesome so i agree i think 12 is definitely the 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 better part three yeah, even like going long there, even short, like in that bunker, e- either way, like going in the bunker in the front or in the bunker in the back, it's not horrible because you're not and you didn't go in the water, like you're still alive, but yet it's still such a tough yeah. out of the bunker, especially if you're long. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you can still make par, but dude, I would be, if I was in that back <laughs> bunker, man, no chance. I'm blading that thing right into Race Creek. <laughs> Same. No chance. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's uh, it's good stuff. Did we so did we cover like our favorite like our favorite memory of of like our favorite masters memory? Is that something we've? Because it's 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 hard. Right? There's so many good ones, and like for me, it's like most of mine are I don't know are just so recent. Like the tiger chip on at sixteen, like that's all kind of asynchronous for me. Like it's just I don't remember watching any of that stuff. So like, what are you guys' massive memory? A funny story on the, on the tiger chip. So, um, man, it's crazy how long it's been since then. But like, we like I vividly remember where I was in my like my parents. I for whatever reason we had a TV up in my parents' bedroom, so I was watching it with my mom and dad. And my dad had the remote, and that's probably where I get it from. But Anytime there's a commercial, right? He's always like flipping to something else to watch. And I will never forget. We missed Tiger's chip live. He flipped it back to the channel as they were going nuts because he'd hold the chip. And we're like, what just happened? And of course, then we see the 10,000 replays. But yes, I have to come clean and say, (laughs) 
shout out my dad for making us miss that chip line. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Come on, my guy. <laughs> and I know he's no. listening. And oh. so I got to give him the shout out. For Always a shout that out. <laughs> that's just, I'm sure that's just a habit. We just haven't really, at least for me, I haven't developed because it's always just like, I'm watching everything and just fast forwarding through the commercials, but live it is, it is, you know, to flip through it. So shout out to Keith <laughs> for, for, for missing that moment. Uh, good stuff. <clears throat> what about you, Victor? What's your, uh, like when you think of the match, what's your favorite master's memory? I have been a Tiger fan ever since I started playing golf. Like he's obviously changed the game to the athletes are the best players. And I mean, I I have like a connection with Tiger. Like my dad's been able to meet him a couple of times because he's assisted on some of the surgeries on his knee that he had here in Utah. And so he's met him before. And so I'm glued to Tiger wherever he goes and whatever tournament he's in. And so for me, I'll be the one to say it. The 2019 Masters might just be the best four-day tournament I have ever watched. And j- just the way it was set up that, you know, Tiger can't come back. He withdraws from so many events because of his back hurting, whatever it might be. But he stepped up in the Masters. And as the weekend came around, it was he's towards the top of the leaderboard and and then Sunday rolls on and I had to look it up. I was like, all right, the, the best sports TV ratings and stuff for 2019, the top 50, I should say the top 50 most watched TV programs in America, the Masters was number 29, that final round in 2019. And everything above that is team sports with the Super Bowl, NFL playoffs, Final Four, a um, couple of the NBA finals games. But then the first individual sport is the Masters on here, is that people wanted to watch Can Tiger Do It? And the way he came back through that back nine, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was amazing. That's true, man. That, yeah, that is definitely distilled in my mind, too, of... And, dude, shout out to you two, for, for Victor and, and Austin. You guys have always been the 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 believers in tiger like always since i started golfing you guys always have and you, i i was such a doubter man i have eaten my words uh a plenty when it comes to to tiger which is bad because i it's not like i i don't hate tiger i love tiger he's definitely the goat but again coming into it at the time that i did i'm just like i just don't get the hype but you know i well, eaten my words there yeah too. You, you've just kept closing them off up his time came it was great it was wonderful yeah. then I'm he just like, coming back and then he'll come i back. know i'm like like he might get another PGA tour win, but he'll never win another major. Like there's just no way there's too many good players. And you guys both are like, no man, tiger, the goat. And I'm like, whatever. And so you guys have, <laughs> you guys have definitely always believed him, but like, even I can't even imagine. Cause even for me being a, a newer, like golf and tiger fan, 19 was almost it, it legit was like emotional my wife was looking at me like i remember watching we were watching it together and she's like are you gonna cry i'm like ah i'm good tiger charlie I, I don't even know you but this is unreal and uh so, crazy. dude it was so sick like it was like the coolest thing ever so yeah that was definitely hard to to be and you know even for sean shout out to jim nance for his return to glory he you know he had to say it but then he just shut up he just stayed quiet and there was i mean a good amount of time of just 
everyone was just there to just bask in it, enjoy it. Don't have to listen to anything. We just got to watch him and his family like that. It's just, it's, it chills, literal chills. So that's a, that's a good old man. Yeah, Paris, I mean, what about I, you? I, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Sean. I was going to say to 2019, like I, I'm going to be the first to admit too. I had a hard time holding back and I was even, I was teaching like a youth class in church like I just short end of the draw. I had to teach that day. So I remember I had, I would have had, like I had my, my wife's computer and I had my phone. So I'm pretty sure I had the lesson on my phone, like my notes. And I'm like, just talking through some stuff, but on the big computer screen, I've got the masters up and I'm just like trying to keep together during my lesson as like Preaching it's the gospel. more and more apparent that tiger is going to win. So I, I'm sure yeah. I, I'm sure it was a disaster on the other side for the, the poor kids that had to test me, but uh, it was memorable. Word. It was memorable for me. That was awesome. Uh, thank Shout out modern technology to, uh, to yes. enable the multitask. So. Yes. Very. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I obviously it was a 2019 masters, but I, I did like the 2021 masters as well. It was very unique and very different because it was in November and Dustin Johnson won that by like a lot. And I know the course conditions were, were more, they were different. They weren't, they weren't very firm. So it was like a scoring paradise to see players score that well at that course. But I did, I did want to touch on the 2019 masters. That was obviously my favorite. I thought it was amazing how like, obviously Tiger won it, of course, but just everything he went through in his life and, and all the people saying he would never win again. And, you know, obviously the injuries and, just like all the drama and stuff he dealt with in his life. And I don't know, just, I remember when we were at work at Go React, I brought my TV yeah, in was there. Sick. Thursday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he was, he was like, he started off pretty hot and made a bunch of putts. I'm like, man, if he could get to the weekend, kind of just hanging around, like, you know, like five shots back or whatever it is. You did. Sure enough. It happened. I, and then, sorry, yeah. go on. I just remember, I remember you saying that. I'm not even, I remember sitting in that little area where you guys would sit. We had the TV up, the Kent, our CEO walked in. We're like, we don't even care, man. We're, <laughs> we're going hard in the paint. It's the master's league. And you're like, dude, Tiger could do it. We were, we were like looking at a uh, Kira deck, man. RP Bondrad over there too. We're like, dude, this is the iconic, <laughs> most iconic masters ever. But I was like, nah, dude, Tiger, there's no way. But dude, yeah. sure enough. Yeah. And like he obviously, took care of business and, 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 and did his thing, but it was just that, that to me was just like, I don't know. Everybody says it was probably the greatest tournament ever, but that made golf really popular. Yeah, and then co- and, and then COVID came around and now golf is, you know, I, I, I sh- yeah, no kidding. Like it was crazy to see the tiger effect after that, but it really was like, to your point, like the caliber of golf, like not only was tiger winning, just like the, more than the cherry on top but the quality of golf was so good like like patrick Cantley made a run xander made a run brooks made a run it was like such good golf throughout the entire thing of like it wasn't handed to tiger at all which Mm -hmm. makes it even more just sick yeah i agree and like i wanted to touch on one more thing uh i just remember that sunday morning i woke up and I, i literally watched right as he started and I didn't leave the couch the whole day my armpits were sweating and I was like shaking and I watched everybody go in the water on that part three he's like dude he's gonna win this tournament yeah, and then he enough. 
and he almost hits that hole in one on 16 and then Brooks is looking back and I was like, Oh dude, this is iced. Yeah. That was incredible. And then like, it's imagine in- if Brooks's putt on 18 goes in barely. I don't know how it did not break in stays yeah. on the lip. It's like, dude, imagine if he makes that, they go to a playoff. Like it's just so crazy. Like how yeah. good the golf was and that he, yeah, he took it out on, on top, which is yeah. Sick. Yeah. Listen, listen to this leaderboard from that year that Tiger won. So Tiger won. Xander Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka tied for second. And he had Webb Simpson, uh, Francisco Molinari, Jason Day, Tony Finau, John Rahm, Ricky Fowler, Patrick Cantley, and Richard Justin Thomas, Bubba <laughs> Watson. Like, that's, that's a, that's a, a really what more could you want yeah. in a golf tournament, man? Like, the best, and the best. Three, so three shots separated Tiger from, uh, Patrick Cantley, who tied for that. So it was, was I mean, that's, that's, that's what I was saying earlier about Augusta just setting up so well, like so many guys usually find themselves on Sunday afternoon. Makes it exciting. Yeah. Like he played like whole Tiger played whole 18. He played it pretty conservatively, like took his three wood. I think he played for a bogey, like just to protect himself to, to not, you know, do anything crazy, which was wild. And I mean, like you said, Brooks makes that putt. Never know. It's different. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. So, I mean, do we, in continuing with Tiger, do we think he's going to make the cut this week? I think so. Let's go. Yes. I'll take the cut, Tiger. I think no. he's going to win. <laughs> yes. I could count on Pierce. I, I literally have faith that that guy will win. I, even though he probably won't, I, I, it was part of me that always believes that he will. It's just yes. weird. Shout out to you because I just I I kind of said it last week like I think it's a win that he's even showing up and I just I don't know man like we talk about like all the like his with his crash like almost losing his leg like how crazy that is but it's like you also kind of forget it's like the dude just had back he was nursing a back injury like in back surgery just right before that so it's like not only is his leg almost get amputated his freaking back injury so I mean. I don't know, but with his experience and from what I hear, like he's doing good. So I think he definitely could. But if I if I had real money on it, I'm gonna eat my words. But I say he doesn't make the cut. That's that's bold for me to say, but I know I'm gonna be eating oh, my words good. next week. But I just I, I I don't I don't think so. No man, Mike Weir will make the cut. Danny Willett, <laughs> Tiger Woods will. <laughs> oh, don't even mention Danny Willett in the same sentence as Tiger Woods ever again. As an asterisk win. <laughs> to say it. Don't have the Masters dinner together right next. Uh, what do you think, Sean? Does he make the cut? I don't. I don't know. I, Crunch those numbers. I, Come on. Come on, Sean. Do the math on this. <laughs> I've, let's just put it this way. I've watched too many videos of him there this week. I'm all in. Wow. I think he's going to make the cut. Freaking Sean, I was expecting you to side with me, so I wasn't the, the one idiot that I'm gonna be eating I'm, next week. But I'm all I'm all in. There's just awesome. something. Did did you guys watch the 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 like the one minute clip the Masters put out yesterday of Tiger like roaming the grounds on his practice round? Like yeah. I watched that and I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Like hey, I, I want to too. I I just if, I if we're talking real money. Like if I had to bet my mortgage, you know. I, well, if I mean, my thing is, is if I'm betting on golf, I'm just accepting that I'm going to lose the money anyway. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm man. I just, hope he does. There is something about him at Augusta. For sure. 
and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not a hater at all. I just, I, I, I hope he does. I so hope I'm eating my words and he just kills it. If he's in contention on Sunday, if he's oh in contention word. on Sunday, dude, it could happen. I'll never, I'll never jump on the podcast ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope oh. he does. I so, I want him to win more than anybody. Like, I so hope he does. But anyway, that's, uh, that's good stuff. Uh, Sean, what's, what's your kind of, I mean, when you think about the master was, was missing the, the chip for oh, oh, Papa Christensen changing the channel. Oh, <laughs> Gotta be another favorite, man, favorite man. <laughs> Just classic. I, I, I don't know. Like, and it's funny how much I've like soured on Phil Mickelson, but seeing him win at Augusta, like at the time was really, really cool. Um, that was what year a lot was of that? fun. What year is that again? Dude? <laughs> Um, I think it was. I think it was oh four. He won oh seven, right? Yeah, he's won a couple. And then twenty eleven um, or something. I think so. Oh, I just that looked Johnson it was two thousand seven, so that, that might have been. Sorry, I'm just pulling it up. It's either two thousand two or two thousand five. Two thousand four. Two thousand four was Phil's. Yeah. Um, Masters win. So I mean, that was exciting. Um. Uh, let's see what, what else? Um, you're winning it. That, that was really cool to see too. And I mean, I don't know if you remember where, I think we were, I think that was the time because we would have been mission companions during the masters. I think Devin, do you remember? I remember going over to someone's house and it was the, I think the first year speech was in contention where that would have been. 13 maybe i swear spieth was in contention um i think anyway, he was I, I'm, 14. so maybe yeah maybe it was 14 but i remember uh we were together and i remember spieth was in contention but he couldn't pull it off at the end mm. um that was fun but i mean honestly like with the exception of like tiger's memorable like singular moments just kind of the whole week itself to me it's just i, I love it all man I'm, I'm not gonna lie it's just yeah. a whole thing is great for sure yeah it's it is definitely hard to like nail down the one outside again especially for me like 19 that was just the most fun i've ever had watching a golf tournament even my wife was like super into it we're just shouting at the tv like yeah it was it was amazing it was so awesome but i think mine like my favorite memory was, was 15 was speed. Obviously like, cause I was a huge speed fan, speed fan before. Like you remember it on my mission journals on my mercy, on my daily planners. Yeah. I had pictures of speed. Like I was drinking the speed Kool-Aid for sure. I'm like to see like his margin of win in 15 and just how he still did. Like he's, he missed a lot of like putts. He probably shouldn't have missed. He hit a lot of Aaron shots. That he probably shouldn't have hit like the way he just went a about it it's like if i if they didn't have a scoreboard up that final day you would kind of be like oh like speed i don't i don't know but it's just so great anytime the leaderboard would pop up it just like would almost surprise me I'm like holy cow like this dude is running away with it first i remember we were down in st george actually and we were staying at like your aunt's house and we were watching it and it was it was you gary and and myself and we were we were just watching it down in that in that basement but i'll never forget that i'm just like it's so sick this kid just like slapping it around and just 
winning by like historic margins was was super enjoyable and that was like again coming back kind of fresh off the mission like really that was really kind of springboarded into like taking golf like more seriously um and then victor that's like a couple months later we got that golf course job we were cutting holes and <laughs> you were mowing the <laughs> mowing the rough and getting stuck in the bunkers but uh you know like that was sick <laughs> like that was really what kind of again springboarded like the whole golf thing um because i just didn't take it too serious like before that so that's kind of distilled in my mind as like the best masters and the best masters memory for me uh, crazy is it how crazy that the Spieth only has one Masters. I know. It seems like, like he's got look, three. Yeah, looking back at his finish, so tied for second in 2014. Yeah. I was referencing earlier. Then he won in 15. 16, he lost it. We'll talk about 16. Um, yeah. Uh, 2018, he was third. And then uh, last year when Hideki won it, Spieth had a, t- a T3. Yeah, so. Like, dang. So, I mean – it is crazy. So I think, you know, that's a good segue into, into some picks. Cause I'm sure Say who, know, who, who are you picking this? Week, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just going to start this off right off the rip and I'm going to stay on that speed bandwagon and, and I'm going to go with him, man. He, he had some, you know, trending a little bit. I saw some of his highlights um, in San Antonio and that's kind of what happened last year. So, you know, after he won, he was informed. So I, I have to, I have to go with speed with, for my first pick. I just, I just have to. In vain. Uh, I got to go with Rory. Rory, of course. Got to complete. He's got to complete the slam. Of course. All right, big piece. The course sets up so well for him. He should. He should. He should. That'll get right into the trees. Shoot 80, shoot 80 on Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Oh. I, I know Rory's Masters moment. That's hooking it on 10. Just taking, what did he take? Like a seven or an eight? Eyeball. Nine. He just sits on his driver. One of us. One of us. Chubby Rory. Yeah, I will take (laughs) Dustin Johnson, a repeat champion. Oh, DJ in 2020. Asterix. I love it. Um, I'm going to go with my man, you know who, Tiger Woods. I think that... uh, on you. I I really do think that he could do it. I I don't know why. I just have this feeling that he's going to come back and dominate. I don't know. I have a feeling you're headed westbound. Wendover put some serious money down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Dover, what? We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta Dover. make it even more interesting, too, since we have Devin, who's a, such a, a, a Tiger hater. If Tiger pulls hey. this off, Devin's got to play a hole down at Bloomington without pants or something. Like that. <laughs> Dude, gotta set some sticks. You, you gotta, gotta go by. I gotta get out in front of this narrative here. What I'm saying, I do not. I'm do you not even a tiger like hater. golf? Do you even like golf, bro? <laughs> I'm done. I'm signing off. You'll have to go buy the black Nike Tiger Woods hat, the oh, red yes. polo, the oh, yes. Nike black belt, the Nike black yes. pants, the Nike socks, the, baggy, the baggiest black pants you can find. Oh, the parachute pants. I will do yes. it. I will happily do it. 100%. The Tiger effect will run it through. It's just inserted into my veins. Well, I picked Tiger while watch him not even play. <laughs> no way, man. Right. he's too deep into it boys second playing. we're going to second pick i'm gonna go with cam smith like picked him to win the players he's he almost in 2020 he he almost scared dj which was crazy how low they went um so i just think again of course that's up good for him so i'm go with cam smith 
Justin Thomas for my second pick. Don't really have to get too much into why. He's a, he's really good at golf. We'll leave it at that. Fiery. I will take your Justin Thomas, and I'll go with Brooks Kepka, who's very good at major championships. Oh, the cupcake. Fair play. Fair play. Nice. I'm going to go with John Rahm. Um, I don't know. He's really Victor. good at golf. Uh, it, is, it is Victor. Hits it ball 400 yards. Oh, it sets up well for him, too. I could see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with my third is, is Xander. I feel like he he's, he's competing. He's always there. And after last year, he's going to learn. He's not going to hit eight iron on 16 and hit it in the water. He's going to learn. And uh, I think he can contend. He will contend, I'm sure. All right, next pick for me, uh, Scotty Scheffler to continue his trend of winning every other week so far in the last month and a half. So uh, go get him, Scotty. The crazy thing about Scotty Scheffler, I have to bring it up real quick. Shout out to, to G Rice coming in with uh, the breaking news. Crazy story with, with uh, Scotty Scheffler, dude. He didn't even know. So this is leading up to uh, the Ryder Cup. He, his putter was bent. Like he didn't even really, he didn't even realize it. He didn't even know. And he kind of like was looking at it. And I guess he said, he kind of tells the story on a podcast, but apparently like his, the putter was bent, which made it have absolutely no loft. And so they found that he took it to his alignment guy. And he's like, Oh yeah, this is all out of whack. Got it fixed up. And you know, he's, he's done. He's done. Okay. Over the last couple months. So if, if he wins, did that, that will be crazy if, if he wins this this week. That will turn the narrative to some some pretty crazy stuff. So that would, would be sick. That is sweet. I'll take a Colin Morikawa. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Patrick Cantley. Roll the rock, baby. Huh. The Pierce Roller of the Rock. <laughs> Identical, man. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, another inspiration from, from G rice. I was talking to him on the phone before this and his pick was, was Finau. And I can, I can vibe with that. I'm, I'm, I'm buying what he's selling there, even though he's, he's a little worried about him. We mentioned it last week. It's a little scary, but favorite tourney plays well here. Seems like every year. So I think this is when he finds something. Awesome. All right, my last pick, I'm going to go with Will Zalatoris. I almost pulled off the, the victory in his first start at Augusta last year. So, uh, obviously, some, some good feelings about the place. And uh, hopefully, a uh, little bit of putting he found at the match play will carry through for him. I like it. Not bad. <clears throat> well, I think this man has the discipline to go ahead and win this tournament straight up. This is a terrible I'll take the man on the cover, Hideki Matsuyama. It's a terrible pick. <laughs> Hideki, I'm a champion. champion. I'll take I it. it. I just hope, I hope he plays, Victor. I'm a little worried. He's had to withdraw recently a couple of times. So I just hope he plays. This next fine from carrying the big, heavy green jacket. Crazy, you won it last year. It was wild. Um, I'm going to go with Victor Hovland. Nah. I love his swing. That's good. It's, uh, I, I do. I, I, I'm a huge fan of, of Victor Hovland. Not only, you know, the wife is, is, is deep in, in him now, but, uh, it just, he just seems like such a cool dude. He keeps it light. He just like, when they, I love my favorite thing ever when they asked him about like his chipping 
And dude, he just, he's just brutally honest with himself and he just knows his <laughs> chipping sucks. <laughs> and he's just such a, he's such a G about it. Oh man. And, and I don't know if you guys saw that at the players, man, when him and uh, Joel Damon were kind of having that ruling with, uh, with old D Berger. And it was like, the, I don't know, the way he handled that was, was good too. Like even, you know, all things considered. So just another uh, reason why I like him and, you know, anyway, it's a good take. I don't, like, honestly, I don't know. I can't think of a more wide open world. How many guys are coming in playing so well, right? Like, it is oh, your audio is kind of coming out, Sean. I think when you were moving it around, it kind of. No, it's still the same. <laughs> oh. We're good? Yes, there you go. Just don't move. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I can't think of a year where you've had so many guys coming into the tournament playing as well as they have, right? Like there's sure. several guys that have won multiple times on tour this year already. Like JT's got a bunch of top tens without winning. Like Kepka seems like he's finding his game. Yeah. Dustin's finding his game. Um, so a lot of guys playing really well. Um, so it'll be, should be fun. I'd have to imagine a, a lot of these picks that we just made should find themselves toward the top of the leaderboard come Sunday. Agreed. hundred percent. Hey, just hope he plays <laughs> besides that one victor but uh no that's that's good anything else like I, and there's so many things we could talk about and and you know mull over and just all the good memories of, of watching the masters and, and what it means but it's obviously yeah it's the best week in golf it's it's such a such a good term it's so pleasing like everyone can get behind it. everyone understands it um like it's just yeah, it's a good entertainment product. And yeah, I'm I'm pumped. And again, the week's a win. If Tiger plays, it's it's a win for sure. Any other resting or our, our thoughts or hot takes or or, or shout outs before we <laughs> wrap you, just, up the... you just know someone's gonna shoot a sixty five in the gonna end up shooting an 80 the next day and like a 78 sure. <laughs> and that always happens someone was just way low and then never hear from him again <laughs> is charlie hoffman is charlie hoffman playing because that's that's the go-to i was gonna say i, I was gonna say hb harnell varner the third man harold i feel like he uh <laughs> he's pretty good at doing that too showing up for the first day just going absolutely low <laughs> Just low. That's, that's my take. Oh, it must take. be the most the most pressure to sleep on is a lead at the Masters. Straight up, it's a terrible thing to have. Yeah, they up. never they never close really. It's always someone coming from behind or that leader just not finishing. Yeah, it's so much pressure and yeah. I mean, like we said, like with other sports, like imagine playing one quarter a day for four days. Like, what would that be? What would that be like? You know to sleep on a, on a lead going in the fourth quarter, you know, Saturday night, trying to, yeah. Trying to sleep on that. It's, that's not easy. Yeah. Another hot take Bernhardt, you know, the old, the old Bernhardt Langer. I think he, uh, I think he gets inside the top, say top 30. It's like, he's like 69, 60. I don't even know, but that's a, that's, that's a hot take for me. I think he's gonna, he's gonna contend. He's amazing. <laughs> he's unreal. He's, he's in such good the shape. Other way. He Crazy. is. <laughs> Super nuts. Any uh any what's your hot take for a, a, a top player missing the cut? 
I already gave mine, which was controversial in itself. But uh, who do you think does not make the cut? A big name, a notable. Like, does DeChambeau count? Even though 100%. he's been like super down. Yeah, he's not making the cut. I like it. It's a good one. What about you boys? What do you think, Victor? I think Sergio doesn't make it. You know, defending Masters champion as of recent. But, man, somebody else that doesn't make it. Honestly, it's like some of these past Masters champions that are still good players, but they're there because they simply have won it before. So Sergio, Zach Johnson, (laughs) forget Mike Weir. He ain't making the cut. I don't think Tom Hoagie's going to make the cut. <laughs> dude, the Hoagie, dude. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually pretty safe. Even I don't know if he's notable, but uh, that's a safe take. He's probably not going not gonna to make the cut. I'll be, I'll be the one to say it. Patrick Reed, no cut made. Fat prick, get him out of here. Douche. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. I like that one a lot. We can only hope. We hope for things. Would you uh, Would you hate me if I said I don't like Spieth's chances of making the cut? Uh, <laughs> hate the man. Oh, Sean, Sean, Sean. His pre-shot routine has got me shook. It is. It's jarring, but dude, that's just Spieth doesn't make anything look easy. Even if he <laughs> shoots, he just doesn't make it look easy. It's like Dustin Johnson. The guy makes everything look so easy. You couldn't tell if he was even par or 10 under par, but speed, you, I mean, you look at him shoot a 64 and just be like, that dude probably shot 75 today. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you were to watch speed, like put on his shoes in the morning, you're like, Oh, Take I need easy. to sit down. I need to sit down after <laughs> Take that. <it> easy. <laughs> oh, calling man. it. I, I do have a, I do have a theory. Webb Simpson top five finish calling it web. He's always pretty good. That's not a bad take. Solid. He, I just, man, sometimes with that finish of his, that helicopter finish, it's uh, interesting. It's, it's, and it's weird because sometimes he doesn't do it. And other times it's like, oh man. It's like he's trying power. to generate, generate more power or something. I don't, I don't know. I think he actually, I actually know you say that. I think I remember listening to some podcasts with him and I think he said when he's, when he's kind of uncomfortable over a shot or he's not like a hundred percent totally comfortable like a stock number or a stock shot that's when it comes out like eh, that that makes sense i'm sure i've made some pretty nasty finishes and motions at the ball and i'm not committed <laughs> so you've all you've all seen that so uh, uh we all do it anyway <clears throat> well boys is that is that all for a master's preview i think so man i'm excited it's gonna be sick. I'm I'm pumped. I mean, it's almost I'm almost tempted to to want to do you know a, a daily pod on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but uh, won't subject you all to to that. But it's gonna be it'll be good. We'll we'll roundtable it up again and and do a recap and see if I eat my words or not. <laughs> well, uh, only time will tell. But all right, boys. Well, that's it. Let's uh let's get ready for for the best week in golf. Go. I love it. All right. See you guys. Peace. Peace. Yeah. He's driving.